Dad, hmm? you're gonna get old someday. How will you defend yourself when you're old? Kyle, you, you don't become just like helpless. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. Just oh yeah, it's the ad. Well, we're going to be at the beach for FastCon, so I think you should have to do the ad in a pirate's accent. Oh, I boy. love that idea. Oh my. Be sure to attain a FastCon. <laughs> <laughs> Your family abduction and self-defense training conference. October the 15th and 16th. <laughs> Sign up today at Impact Defense Star Online slash fast. <laughs> you know what, Chad? <laughs> you are not very good at accents, and I love it. <laughs> Was like a, uh, I can't I can't tell if that was like a, a, a pirate trying to do an Irish accent. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a leprechaun pirate. <laughs> you have a story for us, Jada. And now time for the news portion of our podcast with your host, me. So now we bring you a story from San Francisco where uh, a 75-year-old woman defends herself against an attacker. She says she was leaning against a pole on the street when a man walked up and punched her in the face. Oh, oh. She jumped into the action to protect herself. She found a stick around the area and fought back. <clears throat> Witnesses told um, <laughs> the news that they saw the lady pummeling her attacker with the paddle. <laughs> One of the witnesses who took a video of the aftermath was oh, jogging aftermath. in the area. He was telling the story yeah. while waving the wooden paddle with one hand and holding an ice pack to the lady's face with the other. He said she was very visibly upset and yelled out in Chinese, This bum, he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> From what I could see, she wanted more of the guy on the stretcher and the police were holding her back. <laughs> He bullied me, the jerk. He bullied me. <laughs> so I gave him a punch. Oh, so I'm sorry. He bullies old people, so I gave him a punch. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, today our whole uh, subject is going to be self-defense for the aging, the elderly, the old, as Kylie said. But... It's going to be talking about self-defense. The grayest among us. The grayest? Okay. Um, so it's, it's going to be talking about self-defense from that kind of perspective. I really don't like hearing uh, as an instructor where people say, Oh, I'm just, I'm just too old to learn how to defend myself now. No, you're, you're not. We've had too many stories of people that are older, that are defending themselves without the use of something like a firearm. You know, uh, that lady in her paddle, um, 
the other lady we talked about a few weeks back, the 67-year-old who is four foot ten, who Backed beat up that dude. Only with the power of jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so just don't say you're too old. You need to actually try something. And today we're going to talk about some of the benefits and some of the things that you can do. Uh, according to the report from the U.S. Department of Justice, from 2003 to 2013, 93% of all crimes against people over the age 65 were actually property crimes. So something like burglary, theft, something along those lines. Um, so that most of them are not violent crimes against them. But during that same time, there was actually also an increase of violent crimes against the elderly by 27%. So it's going up 27% in those that 10-year frame. Well, the guy that the old lady in our story beat up, um, he had attacked an older man earlier that day. Yeah, it seems like and people like that seem it. to target older people. I'm just going to forever have a vision of like an old lady wearing a superhero cape with her giant wooden like soup ladle or something to paddle someone. Or, you know, a good heavy purse. Smack right in the face. Yeah. She sent him. I just love how he was on the stretcher and the police were holding her back. She was trying to get back to him and continue hitting him with the paddle. But, like, a dude walks up and punches an old lady in the face. You know what? You're too old to deal with that crap anymore. <laughs> All right. So, really you know, quick, let's, like, let's. She shouldn't have to deal with this anymore. Let's talk about a common recurring theme. Uh, and, and how would somebody who is older <clears throat> not be a target? Awareness. Well, the funny thing is, um, even being older doesn't really have as much effect on who's targeted and who's not unless someone is specifically going after older people. Yeah. You know? Like, that dude obviously had some kind of vendetta against older people because, you know, he attacked the older man earlier that day. Mm -hmm. But in most situations, they're just looking for people who aren't paying attention. Yeah. Um, just that study that we brought up several times on the violent criminals in the prison system, the study yes. that they did where people were walking down, they showed them video footage of people walking down a crowded street and asked them who they would target. Um, and they all picked the same people and it had nothing to do with age or race or um, size or anything like that. Or gender. They passed over mm-hmm. some older people. And some smaller people. And when asked why, um, they just said they were paying attention. They they knew what was going on. I would be likely to get caught. Yeah. And so the whole goal of most of those cases is walk with a purpose, uh, walk with confidence, look around, pay attention to what's going on around you, and make sure that you are perceived in such a way that you would fight back. For our integrated combatives... Class, we went to Walmart and we're looking for specific things. Um, You know, it's kind of an awareness walk, you know. Uh, And whenever we met up afterwards to talk about what we had noticed, one of the things we were supposed to look for was people who were aware and would be unlikely to be targeted. Mm -hmm. Um, And it came up that the people that were that seemed to be most aware the ones that everyone kind of agreed on were the ones that like a, a specific type that usually seemed to be very aware was um 50s and later men who were there alone they ne- seemed to know exactly what was going on around them yeah at all times 
and it was weird to profile the type for that, but it just seemed like every above 50s man that was there alone knew what was going on. Like, they were the least likely for me to target, even if they are a little bit older, you know? Yeah. Me and my partner saw a uh, man probably in his 40s who was on the phone. He was generally being aware. Okay, so we've said, you know, be aware, walk with purpose, all of these things. Um, that, it doesn't matter, like, your age, anything. That's going to be the same. That's going to be that first step for everybody. Now, a couple of benefits of, like, self-defense training for someone who's older. What would, what would be a couple of benefits? Um, it's a way to keep yourself active mm-hmm. because... It's easy to get a little bit older and just use the, well, I'm too old for this as an excuse, but it really gives you something to work for. Yeah. And um, especially for people who, like, probably some of the things that they used to enjoy doing just feel a little bit about, a little bit out of reach to them. And yeah. it just kind of gives you something new to work towards that you can kind of, that really just kind of shapes around the individual person. Yeah. You know? So, getting in some classes, um, you know... Get, I think it's honestly, good for your morale, too. Yeah, getting into some uh, martial arts classes. Uh, I have yet to see uh, anybody older. Now, this is from my perspective. But I have yet to see anybody anybody older coming into a martial arts class that was ostracized or anything because they were older. You know? And if you walk into a school like that, then you know not to go back to a school like that. But I've not seen one of those. Everybody is like, oh, that's awesome. Come on, you know, do this and that and everything else. Um, We've talked about before, I played baseball for years and completely ruined my knee. So I can also understand, you know, people said like, well, I've got this injury and I've got that injury. And, I, you know, as a little bit of a secret, um, most people who are instructors of, like, martial arts, kind of get that. Because if it wasn't from an injury of another sport, we've been doing martial arts for the majority of our lives, and we all have these kind of, like, nagging injuries because we have once young and dumb. (laughs) I have done a lot of things in the martial arts because, just because, simply, I was young and dumb, and I was like, I can do that. And, And then now walk with a limp because of that not really but you know what i'm saying so basically they're going to most of the, most martial arts instructors are going to understand like an injury you know something or something this just hurts now um and most can make changes to things most can make adaptations to make things work for you as well so whatever martial art or whatever thing you're discussing. The reason I'm speaking so much about martial arts is because, like you said, Jada, it is this it's this constant thing. You're building within this group. Uh, you are doing, you know, you're, you're building, you're getting better, and you're working on a regular basis with people, uh, with people that you're used to working with, and you're getting to know these people. It's not like a weekend seminar. Those things help out tremendously. Mm-hmm. Go, you do both. Uh, but I really like martial arts in that respect for older people because it's something that you're regularly doing. Well, I mean, another thing too is that it just it just keeps you moving. You know, um, yeah. I think a problem when you get older is uh, figuring out something that you you like to do that 
keeps you active, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just, the stretches, everything keeps you uh, more loose. It keeps you nimble. It, it just gets you moving. Mm-hmm. And that in general is just really beneficial, especially when you're learning more and more things that are a little bit harder for you to do. Mm-hmm. Just something that gives you that back. Yeah. Um, and it gives you something else to do rather than what you did at home. True. Yeah. And my, my lovely wife, she wants, she, she has brought up several times about trying to get something started in this <laughs> specifically for people who are retired. Because of really all of those things, it gets them moving, it gives them something else to do, it gives them a group to work with, it helps with their self-defense, it gives them some confidence, you know, all of this stuff. Um, And I definitely see the benefit to it. Uh, It's just putting together a curriculum and stuff specifically for, you know, people that are retired. I usually don't just jump headlong into things most of the time. I try to kind of slowly... Yeah, I do research and slowly work my way into things. Sometimes it's amazing to me how uh, even if you've had something like a stroke or something that really kind of sets you back in your movement, how doing something active, that's something that you used to do before that mm-hmm. event occurred, it can and seeing that you can still do it or you can still achieve something, how it helps with your mindset after that because I've got a grandparent who had a stroke Mm -hmm. um, last year and was completely paralyzed on one side of his body for a long time and is still recovering from that and um, has not gained all of his strength and movement back and I never will. Yeah. Um, But one of the things that he and his uh, wife used to do before all of that happened was going camping like hitching up their camper and going somewhere and camping and that involves setup like yeah. it, it there there's a lot that goes with it and he just this month went camping again for the first time and he had been kind of down before that and he came back from the camping trip looking so much better than he had ever since just, just ever since the stroke in the first place yeah because it was challenging the first couple of days getting everything figured out, but once he figured out little things, like he could still fish, like he caught enough trout to like <laughs> take some home and have yeah. several dinners, you know, things like that that gave him back something that he felt like he would never get back again, like that. It did so much good. He's been in the best moods That's ever awesome. since because you know just showing him that he can still do things. Yeah, you know. Um, it may be a little bit harder, but he can still do things. There's uh, there's a study out there that shows that like stuff like boxing and kickboxing and just martial arts in general helps people that are developing Parkinson's as well. So you know that's that's another thing uh, to think about. Just like it it can help you out in so many of these ways. It can help your balance. It can help your mobility and all that kind of stuff as well. So I guess the one kind of elderly person that we haven't really talked about is the kind that like never lost the drive to do new things. Yeah, like true. I am never getting old. Like I will be young forever. Like that mindset. Oh, I thought they were saying that's what like, you were saying um, about yourself. No. One of the... <laughs> Lily, is it your grandma that still like runs 10Ks and stuff? My great-grandma. Your great-grandma still runs 10Ks? She did a rock wall a 
that's the old person I want to be. I know, me too. No, I'm not joking, it really. Okay. Is. So you guys can't hear in the background, but we do have someone else here, just not a part of the podcast, um, whose great grandmother still um, like runs marathons. Did you say? Yeah. Okay. So their great grandmother, who's about eighty, still runs marathons. Um, a couple years ago, did a zip line and. Um, Rock wall. A rock wall and went whitewater rafting with them. You know, never lost the drive to keep doing things. It's keeping yourself active and healthy, you know? And I just get so much joy out of that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, just hearing that, I'm over here going, this is, this is the kind of old person I want to be. Because once you have great-grandchildren, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't get around the fact that you are old. Like, <laughs> great-grandchildren, that's kind of... It's kind of the mark where you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of old. But it doesn't mean that you have to, <laughs> you don't have to act like some old people do. <laughs> like, do things, get out there, be active. I was at a, um, I was at a conference uh, one time, and there was these two guys that were working together. And this was a traditional martial arts conference. We were doing all this stuff, and I look over, and there's these two older guys that were, like, doing all this stuff. And they were just, you know, kind of going at it like everybody else. And I... During one of the breaks, I walked over. I said, excuse me. I said, but if you don't mind me asking, how old are you guys? One of them says, well, I'm 78. And the other one says, I'm 82. I said, you guys are my heroes. I just want you to know that. You are absolutely my freaking heroes. Uh, so. Now, aside from that, there is one more thing that we have not discussed that I have seen we do not do here. Uh, it might be something that we might want to think about at some point, but we don't do here. But have you, either one of you ladies seen anyone do, like, self-defense with a cane? And I mean actual, like, you know, work. Not the actual techniques, no, no. But I heard a story of, like, one of our uh, former presidents, Andrew Jackson. Oh, so there's, I don't know if it's true, but I heard a story that um, a man tried to attack him and he beat him with his cane. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a bludgeoning weapon and everybody can see that. But there is, like, whole sections of the martial arts built around working with a cane. So, basically, we just want to take this time as a podcast. If you could follow what we were saying, because we did have some moments there when we kind of went way off subject. But we want to inspire you or get you to inspire someone else that is older to, to get out and to try some new things and to learn to protect themselves there is story after story after story of, of older people that are able to defend themselves against much younger people. And I love hearing stuff like that. Uh, I love it when people come in and that are wanting to, um, you know, take classes and do some things and learn how to protect themselves. I honestly think that some of them people just think once they get old, they won't be able to do stuff that they wanted to do. Yeah, it's true. A lot of it so is mental. So they just stay at home. Yeah. A lot of it is mental, and I really, really hate to see that. Yeah. I think my husband's whole goal in life is to be the old man who yells at kids to get off of his lawn. That's sad, because he's just barely a little over 20. No matter how old you are, if you're looking for some kind of um, self-defense tool that's, you know, something other than a gun, you know? (laughs) If you're looking for some uh, self-defense tool like that, uh, our favorite is theatomicbear.com. Uh, they have some great stuff and some really great prices. So, if you're looking for some kind of self-defense tool, go ahead and check them out at theatomicbear.com. Don't forget to use the coupon code Impact Defense will get you 20% off of anything on this 
story. I was like, I'm just rambling. I don't remember what I was supposed to. There's a point I was supposed to get around to. Um, just some basic things that older people carry with them that can be used for self-defense. Alright guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and write a review. And we'll try to also read your review on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. Don't forget about FastCon this October. For early bird pricing until August 31st, you can go to impactdefense.online slash fast. Um, once again, early bird pricing until August 31st. After that, it's full price. So get the early bird special while you have a chance. Wait, you didn't do it in the voice of a leprechaun pirate. I'm good. <laughs> I don't think anyone can top... I don't think anyone can top Kylie's life per count pilot. I... Pirate? Yeah. You said pilot. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll see you later. Bye. I just have the image of a pirate eating Lucky Charms with a hook. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.